0: the remnants of those that leave the mortal plane behind. Certain places around the world seem more affected than others when it comes to these kinds of ghostly activity. This episode the theorists take a look at some of the spooky happenings that take place regularly at some of these locations and have been witnessed by multitudes of regular people. Creepy bridges that drive both man and beast to mysterious deaths. Abandoned insane asylums stateside where the dead do not rest. And monuments to death that priests of the Catholic Church claim to be so shrouded in malevolence that it affects the body and cannot be purged. Join us as Team ATT takes you on a whirlwind paranormal tour of a few of the world's better known haunted places.
1: Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 63. We ain't afraid of no ghosts. (laughs) I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan.
2: And I'm Andrew. He's back. Back again. Andrew's back. Yes, he's back. Andrew, is
3: your uh, sunburn healed up? It's gone. It's
2: all one (laughs) now. It's all brown. (laughs) There's no more red. There's only brown.
0: Dr brown. You, yeah, you have yeah. a whole, like, peel of your entire skin, oh, like, hanging up in your lung. Oh, dude, first it was so time, funny.
2: It's the first time in my life I've ever burned.
1: <laughs> it was the most
2: What's going on? Do I need a doctor? Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking miserable. I don't have what here. are these <laughs> bubbles? Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> that's
2: not something I was used to growing up, right? Take it easy. Yeah. But now it looks good. Look at this. Beautiful. Fucking... Golden bronze perfection. perfection. You,
3: you look one shade darker than you did
1: before. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? You look I'll bomb tested. everyone. I'm gonna bum everyone out here. Wow, it's not gonna bum out you guys. It's snowing. It started snowing here again today. That
2: doesn't bum me what? out at all. That makes me
3: I, laugh. I, at I, I, you don't,
1: I, lo- I just
2: love to laugh at you guys up there. It was fucking 16 degrees oh. today. It was
3: beautiful. I was wearing shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. I was out digging up my lawn. That sucks. That did Fuck. suck, but what happens when you have a dog they ruin your lawn and every year you have to fix it i don't know
2: man my guy's pretty good no he doesn't well, dig he's not a digger you don't have a digger no he doesn't dig
3: my dog gets bored and she just digs a hole she that's just, four feet deep oh, <laughs> honestly <digging laughs> she'll dig her face <laughs> right into the ground like right to her hips like just dig and but dig he, and she's dig. she's
2: just digging your grave that's what it is like,
1: maybe she's gonna make two nice yeah. <laughs> she's smelling something on you no. death yeah. <laughs> Get oh, rid of this shit. guy. I probably will. I'll probably <laughs> one
3: day just walk out and not look and just trip into this giant hole and probably break my neck. Uh, that's probably, that's the end of me.
2: There'd be worse ways to go. i part yeah, of the master be quick, plan. quick, right? Yeah.
3: Just you know, everything just turns off. Quick and easy. Done. Is that what, if you break your neck, like your spinal cord, like in your neck, is that, you're done? Like if you sever your spinal cord? Yeah, just, are you going to like, are you going to be conscious for like a while after?
2: Well, it's a good, it's, it's a good question. I think every case is different. I don't know if there's a, I think
0: it's like, if you snap the vertebrae, you might still be okay. But if, if, you, sme- if you sever the actual nerves in there or the, the nerve that, what's the nerve that runs between like the, 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 the one nerve that runs between your brain and the rest of your organs. Yeah. You're pretty much dead. But if you like, you damage the nerves, then well, you if you sever paralyzed. your paralyzed. Vag- so if you snap,
2: if you sever, sever your vagus nerve, it's going to, you're going to lose function of your heart. Right. So your heart stops beating, right.
3: but then your mind's conscious till you, so your you just brain runs in. out of oxygen or yeah. whatever. And yeah. Pretty much weird. That'd be a weird final few seconds. Yeah.
2: Well, I it bet it's, just be it's like- euphoric, apparently. Mm-hmm. Everything just rushes—you know, flashes before your eyes. And
3: No, that's one case file we get a lot, of, a lot of requests for is uh, like the afterlife or like life after death kind of thing. Like what happens? Well, that'd be a good one. That's a good one to talk that's about. That's
1: the kind of one that fucks you up, though. You go it, home and you're like... That's going sh- to be a short one for me. Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Let me do it right now. Nothing.
3: Just black. You're done. No energy. energy. You- Transmission. Yeah. Oh,
1: you yeah. proceed
0: into the sweet embrace of our Lord Cthulhu. Yeah.
1: you know what it's like. Bacab. Uh, no, yeah. Fra- praise Bacab. Yeah, Bacab, <laughs> dilly dilly. The yeah. um, Lord of Magic. Um, yeah, it's like you know when you go to sleep. Imagine that, but you don't wake up. Same thing. Well, if only it was that peaceful
2: all the time. If only we could
3: trust that you know everything, Brayden. Then there'd be no questions.
1: Well. <laughs> You guys would just listen to me more. We wouldn't have to do this podcast. Yeah, it's true. We
3: should we should end it um, just just Braden solo.
0: Yeah. So yeah. this is case file 6.3 and we're talking about haunted places, right? Yeah. And stories. All okay. right,
3: but first, I got, uh, and stories space
1: news. Oh yeah. Um, I like this one. Are you? Have you guys? Uh, you guys like staying in luxury hotels? I do. I do when they're free. Well, ha, well how about a luxury space hotel that's ready to launch for 2021?
3: I've seen that. It's so cool.
1: No thanks. Yeah, space tourism is here. We are launching the first ever affordable luxury space hotel," said Orion Spa, Orion Span founder CEO Frank Bunger. Who oh, yeah. unveiled the Aurora Station today? Um, affordable is a relative. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> afford- <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever heard. This is this is great. Affordable is a relative term. A twelve-day stay abroad, Aurora Station will start at nine point five million.
3: Well, that's it. Oh. No
2: problem.
3: Nine point five mil.
2: You couldn't pay me nine point five million dollars to go to fucking space. Are you kidding? Not a fucking chance. Never.
1: You know what? Yeah. I heard this you I heard the same thing 5 from 5 Andrew years. about 9.5 million to take me I don't want take me camping, nine point five million. I'm not going to Mexico. You can They're pay me nine point five
0: million and yeah. launch me out of that homemade rocket like that one guy
1: did.
0: 9.5 I'd do that.
1: He He did it and he crashed and he hurt himself a little bit. They did. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't think we touched on that. So uh, after getting, they're like they asked him like, "Oh, so why'd you do it?" He's like, "Everyone was talking shit. Said I couldn't do it, and then I was just lying. So I fucking did it. And he did, and he crashed a little and hurt himself. He had to go to the yeah.
0: hospital. He, I think he got back and like his first things like, "I just want to go home and see my cats." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he made it up eighteen hundred feet. Everybody wants to do. Fuck off, really? Eighteen hundred feet. That's it. And he's still. And he he
0: won't comment about the
3: thing, right? Like he didn't just land he had two parachutes. I yeah. love. To. I want to see you this. You know, know why?
1: Because he was he had his eyes closed and he was gripping and ripping that fucking <laughs> makeshift bicycle handle he had called a steering wheel. He just, Is he pooping himself? Probably. He just fucking yeah. sent it, eh? Yeah, just gonna send it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. For him. Oh, so so back to the back to the Aurora uh, Station Hotel. Um. For eighty thousand dollars, we can uh, put down a deposit to stay there. So nice. Um, so when we get our eighty thousand listeners,
0: one dollar. You you, $1 have you have to undergo a
1: three. You have to undergo a three months intensive training program.
0: <laughs> Is that included?
1: I don't know.
3: Okay. Wait. 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 I just had an idea. Imagine this: the first po- podcast done in space. We go fund me. Send one of us up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Can we do it? How much, how much do we need? Uh, 9.5 no. million. That's yeah. a lot of GoFundMes. Shit. Well, never mind. We'll get there.
0: We'll get there. Who's buddy. going? Up on the board.
3: Uh, well, Andrew's out, so we're yeah, down to three. I'm
1: can out. Well, well,
0: who's, we can't who's the send... most expendable?
1: Well... <laughs> or Dan, I would say, Mister Conspiracy. Hundred percent, me, Mister
3: Conspiracy for sure. No, but we, if we sent Mister Conspiracy up, though, he, not, it wouldn't get done. No, he would fuck yeah. it up somehow. He probably
0: wouldn't show up that day. It's yeah. supposed to go. <laughs> no, oh, man, I'm gonna go play golf. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anyways, you got more about that space hotel?
1: No, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's it's cool. It's that cool. some pretty ADD space news. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> went, went a little. One more question. Oh, one for more. space news. No, I have more space news. No, I got, thought I, you made. I got one more question more about, about the hotel. this hotel.
3: One more question about it. Yeah. How high up is it? Like internet ISS high or higher? Solid orbit. Yeah, solid orbit.
1: What a dumb question. It's in space. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. All right. Well, it doesn't a, doesn't really yeah. doesn't say it's up, it up there. Space it's orbiting.
3: Hotel. It's orbiting somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Is it like a sectional space? I guess it doesn't really say if it's a sectional. Like, are they putting it together? What is... I don't know. I'd have to see a picture. I haven't at it.
3: Okay. I got I got a space um, news. I'll move on, then you can say yeah. the rest of yours. I only got one. Okay. Yeah. The Euclid spacecraft will allow scientists to investigate the nature of dark universe and gravity. So this new... Uh, this new spacecraft is going up in 20, 2021, and Dan informed me that the Euclid was uh, the father of geometry. Isn't that right, yes, Dan? Yes, that is correct. And this uh, the spacecraft is going to examine dark energy and dark matter and how it played a role in the evolution of the universe. And the four questions that it's trying to answer are: Is dark energy instead a manifestation of a breakdown of general relativity and deviations from the law of gravity? Because they always say like Einstein's, the theories break down on massive gravity, right? So they're trying to uh, understand what it is. What is the nature of dark matter and its properties? What are the initial conditions which seed the formation of cosmic structure? And what will be the future of the universe over the next 10 billion years? So this is a uh, ne- next, level, next level science going up there. It's pretty cool.
0: It's, we already pretty much know that the dark universe is ruled over by evil Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that.
1: Yeah.
3: That's pretty much how it works. Just get on the phone and tell them not to send it.
0: <laughs> you want evil Batman to come into our universe? Because that's how you get evil Batman. <laughs> Bunch of evil
3: Batmans running around. Alright, that's all that's all I had for that. I thought it's was fucking cool.
0: That's neat.
1: Braden, what do um, you got? One more. Uh so that Chinese space station we talked about um <laughs> deorbited. Into the Pacific Ocean. And I think by deorbited, they mean cross their fingers and it fucking just crash landed into the Pacific. <laughs> That's right. I don't think they had any control over that thing, even though they, they say they do and they did, the Chinese uh, space agency, not a chance. No. Uh, yeah, they got They lucky. got lucky and it crash landed, crash landed April 1st. Um, around noon Eastern time, crashed into the Pacific Ocean.
2: Do they have any footage of that? That'd be um, fucking cool to watch.
1: That would be. Oh, yeah, it would be. Um Or
2: maybe it got shot down.
1: Maybe. Maybe it's a spy satellite
3: and it's all it's all a conspiracy.
1: But um they're they're now worried because there's so much space shit up there that this is gonna be uh like kind of an upward trend moving forward of these things, these older satellites and stuff. Shit. Just coming down wild. So far, only one person's been hit with a falling satellite. <laughs> Who is that
3: person? That's I hilarious.
1: Know. I should look him up, and I wonder if he died. Not- I there would fucking a, think so. there's an enormous yeah. amount. Maybe, maybe, maybe. There's like more than you realize.
2: Fucking, wouldn't it be? No, like anywhere near that thing's trajectory would get fucking dismantled. Maybe it? it's only like a little tiny piece, like a dice. Oh, okay. I don't well, know. still, you drop a fucking <laughs> penny off the Empire State Building, you cut somebody in half, don't you? no uh, I don't know
0: no, that doesn't that that's a myth is it
2: i don't remember i just yeah. remember when i was like like, yeah, the, there's not enough I used to try and throw shit mass. off like, whenever i was up on like a skyscraper i try to throw shit off And my mom would always say you're gonna
1: fucking kill somebody <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't think um so. a penny would what, what's, a what's
1: terminal ve- velocity 140 something yeah but it's it's got to have enough mass if yeah. it doesn't
0: have enough mass to like build well, up well, i would think a fucking satellite. you drop a penny like you drop a penny, even the fastest it it can drop, like at nine at point, I don't know its velocity, wherever the force is at like nine point eight meters per second, following, but it's still not gonna hurt anybody. It's like you're just like it's gonna feel the same as somebody dropping it from like ten feet above you. I mean, it might still hurt, but it's not gonna kill anybody.
3: <laughs> right.
1: Mm. Anyways, um, um, SpaceX just launched. Uh, a Falcon 9 rocket with the most reused parts ever, Dope. and it sent cargo to the ISS. Yeah, garbage rockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trash, trash rockets. That was that was cool. Um, I only have one other piece I just thought was funny. Um, Elon Musk did an April Fool's joke um, that he said Tesla went bankrupt, and. Uh, His test stocks dropped 7%. (laughs) Now's the time to buy. (laughs) Yeah, buy, buy, buy. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Still no no word from uh, uh, Mr. uh,
3: Mr. Elon Musk about the podcast. We're still waiting.
1: Well, we heard... I got an update on Instagram or something or Facebook, I saw one, or Twitter or somewhere where she's like, he's in the factory. I'm Operation... Talk to Elon's underway and I was like, okay. Hey, it could happen. I hope so. It'd be neat. Even just a, just a hello.
2: Is that it for Space News or does somebody else have anything else?
3: No, that's 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 yeah, it. That, okay, yeah, I
2: got I got entertainment news slash comic book movie news that I think needs to be a common knowledge for everybody. Andrews News. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and news. pretty sure there's
2: and rumors going around that Woody Harrelson is playing fucking Cletus Cassidy in the new Venom movie, oh, I, which makes I me just that. fucking shit my pants. Sweet. Like, have you guys seen natural born killers?
3: Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah, fucking right. Think so about good.
2: that. He's fucking, that's Cletus Cassidy. Mickey Knox is Cletus Cassidy. It's fucking perfect. And, and, and Cletus Cassidy is, is I, carnage. Yeah. Yeah. And the coolest yeah. thing about, and it's kind of ties back to a podcast we did too, which is really cool because they say Woody Harrelson based his character. Mickey, his Mickey Knox character, off of his dad Charles Har- Harrelson, the guy that is rumored to have fucking assassinated JFK, been part of it, yeah, fucking nuts.
3: It's pretty crazy. Oh,
2: dude, he'll fucking kill that role.
3: This
1: guy, he's one of the best.
2: Oh, he's unreal.
1: Yeah, I didn't even he's, know he was he's in definitely him. one of those guys that's, I would say underrated, but like kind of in the spotlight. Well,
2: but just think about it this way: you have you have Woody Harrelson as the antagonist of fucking Tom Hardy. Like I've got a fucking erection right now thinking about that. That's way too much fucking amazingness in one movie.
3: It's true. Andrews Wayne sweatpants I saw- sweatpants right now and it's uh it's happening. Yeah,
2: you know it's <laughs> happening. I'm having one. <laughs> so yeah, I just thought I needed everyone to it's know cool. that. If you don't know now, you know.
1: Uh, it's a- <sighs> All
3: right, we're not um, are we not are we doing Ranimatron or are we gonna let's t- tell some stories?
1: Oh, uh, we can tell some stories. I do have it ready to go, but
3: Let's do uh do one. Can't make, Why not? Do one? Oh, if, if I'll do like, a short one. I'll make was,
1: I'll 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 will t- put in the parameters for a short story.
3: Right. We're still waiting for a Ranmatron right. X3. It's coming.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. All right. How do you afford that? Okay. Donations. Nice. Uh, um, okay. Um are we ready? Here, I'm gonna hit the button uh right now. And stop. Fuck, man. These are the hardest names. (laughs) 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 This one's titled Lord Rankilor. Rankilor. Sure. Lord (laughs) Rankilor. During the House of the Lords debate in 1979, Lord Rankilor summed up some aspects of the UFO phenomenon very well. He commented... Those who report seeing UFOs are taken to be misinformed, misguided, and rather below par in intelligence. He alleged that this was unfair and commented on the Ministry of Technology's own information on the subject. It is not false information. It is data reported by civil and Air Force pilots, policemen, sailors, and members of the general public. Who have all had personal experience, which has intrigued and or frightened them. Lord Rankiller went on to make an interesting speculation. I suspect that the British government do have a department studying UFO sightings. It is presumed that Lord Rankiller was referring to the depart to a department other than the division of Ministry of Defense which acknowledged its role in the subject. So that had nothing to do with UFOs. In the yeah, what biggest the fuck book <laughs> of UFOlogy ever written, some fucking Lord Rankiller was like, first he trashes people. No, no, he said they're taken to be misinformed, misguided, and rather below intelligence. But he said they're probably they're normal people. That was it. <laughs> There's had nothing to do with UFOs. That one That one sucked.
2: That's
0: got a cool fucking name. This now. is this is why we need the X3. Yeah, yeah,
2: we gotta. That's a Sith name, but hey, look, yeah, it right? is a it's a sweet name actually. A, definitely a Sith name.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, X3. Okay. Um So who wants to start haunted, haunted locations? Haunted Locations, Most creepy stories. <laughs> stories. It was a mash. It was oh, a monster was a mash. mash. The monster mash. It was, mash. was a, a graveyard smash. mash. Uh, Uh, Dan, I'll start. You want to start? Okay, go for it. Um, so we're just talking about, uh, well, maybe Dan should start. He'll kind of, he's, he's better at introducing, introducing topics. There you go. I think he's just better at everything (laughs) than all of us. Hey, take it easy. (laughs) He is.
0: (laughs) So we've been doing, I don't know, we've been pretty hardcore on the UFO one. So we thought we'd do a ghosty one. Um, so we all kind of chose our favorite Looked up some uh, haunted places. Uh, The first... One of the first ones I came across that was pretty interesting is the um, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And, you know, anything that's got lunatic asylum... You you had had me in trans. (laughs) 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 Well, any asylum. You know, I mean, most of these haunted places, like, you get a lot of places that are always, like, you know, prisons, number one. And then lunatic asylums, it's always that shit's always haunted, you know, the theory, I guess the prevalent theory being that, you know, traumatic experiences and things like that cause these apparitions to kind of imprint themselves on the, in the space that surrounds these, these areas. Um, this place was pretty, it's pretty creepy. Uh, if you, if you look at it today, you can actually go there. Um, it's in Western West Virginia. And it's still open to West a public. West Virginia,
1: Blue uh, exactly. Mountains. I can't remember the words.
2: I just remember Mount. I fucked it up last time. You I said guys tried, yeah. I
1: blew it.
0: No. So I can't even chime in. No. It
1: was too late. He said West Virginia, it's, it's past. It's yeah. not
0: as, it's, yeah, and it's not as wholesome as that song. It's, it's super creepy. This place was built, um, started construction about 1858. Uh, so it's been around a pretty long time. Uh, 1864, they started, they actually opened it for patients. And there, I, I checked a couple places and there are like multiple sources say that it's, it's said to have been built on 666 acres of land. Now, I don't know if that's exactly true. But I, I checked a couple places and they, and they kept saying that, but that could be, I think that's a, I don't think that's really something. Right. Like 600, that's a lot of acres. And I th- it doesn't look that big. Um, anyways, this place was originally built to house a population, like a patient population of about 250, but by 1880, it had as pretty much, they had over 700 people crammed in there. Um, and this place was, I mean, back then, you know, mental health care wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the greatest Sucking lobotomies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the talk about people. that. Yep. They had people getting there, um, you know, Shock therapy, the seclusion cells, cold water baths, and of course lobotomies. Um, if you don't know exactly what a lobotomy is, um, they pretty the, the lobotomy procedure has a pretty pretty long history of being around. Um, it's basically damaging it's or so well. <laughs> it's basically damaging or or severing uh, the connections within the prefrontal cortex. And if you don't know, the prefrontal cortex in your brain is usually – that's actually the part that that develops the latest. I'm pretty sure it develops the latest in your brain's development. Like pretty much um, from when you're a teenager, when you start like adolescence to almost full adulthood, probably around 30 or 32 is when it's been developing. And that, that part of your brain is actually responsible for like foresight and also like developing kind of uh, – like your, your sense of self and your like intellectual judgment and kind of initiative and things like that. It has tons. Um, it has
2: tons to do with decision-making and that, like, that's a huge issue. Why people like, that's one of the reasons why people have huge issue with like the death penalties and stuff being, um, you know, considered for people that are still 19, you know what I mean? Cause they yeah. say that their, yeah. their frontal cortex has not been completely developed yet. So how can you hold that against yeah. them? Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of teaching psychology and stuff that I've studied is always saying that you, it's almost like you can't blame the kids because their brains aren't fully developed yet. And I'm like why don't we just treat them like the animals they are, but, you know, <laughs> put them down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the lobotomy at first, it used to be like they would drill holes. They would drill actual physical holes in your skull. And then they would, like, mess around in there and kind of, like, scrape it away or, or cut at it. And then, um, but eventually, uh, one of the, one scientist, like a Dr. Freeman, he popularized the, um, <laughs> he basically got this this procedure. He practiced this procedure at home with an ice pick on, like, fruit. And he said that basically what you would do is you would go in through, like, the eye socket. You'd go in through, like, uh, like by up towards the nose and you could just basically you take like a, if you've ever seen Sucker Punch, like that's the one. Like if you guys have seen the end of that, spoiler alert, they get lobotomied at the end, right? And uh, it's just like shoving a sharp spike up through the eye, uh, to the corner of the eye, up into the brain, and then just like mashing it around a little bit. And that's basically how they how they do it. So it's it it was it was definitely banned uh, in the early like I think mid 1900s. They stopped doing it. But I think almost no, no. It, it, they said like forty thousand people in the U.S. had recorded were lobotomized. The f- like over the course Jesus. of the,
2: the day. first people to ban it was actually the USSR, and they didn't. It wasn't banned till 1950.
3: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't it's around start. For a long time.
2: 1977 is when the U.S. Congress was kind of like, okay, this is a little fucked, and they just <laughs> were using it on like immigrants and prisoners and shit like
1: that. That's yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: pretty brutal that they're still doing this stuff. And so people at this at this hospital had that procedure done and it was popular at the time. Um, But uh, these treatments were often uh, prescribed for things like (laughs) these were considered maladies. uh, Masturbation, laziness, fits, desertion of husband, superstition or (laughs) menstrual derangement, a.k.a. being a woman. You know, basically, is what that is. Jesus.
1: Well, I was gonna say, aside from the mental, uh, the menstrual stuff, uh, I would say we have four candidates for lobotomies right here. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! <you. laughs> um,
0: so people over the years at this place—I mean, it's been generally a creepy place to be. I mean, if you've ever seen any documentaries or you've, any of you have actually visited like an asylum, they're 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 creepy. Like you got people yelling and screaming all the time whether they're um, you know having episodes or, or things like that but this place was ex- like extremely brutal they had <laughs> multiple multiple cases like they had state they would have state appointed uh, inspectors come into this asylum and they were like this place is disgusting it's dirty they're like they have patients that they leave just naked confined to dirty wards and, and bathrooms which were which they Explicitly stated, smeared with feces. Ugh.
3: So, you know, that's yeah. A, now
2: they're, they're called they're,
1: Pucassos, Dan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nowadays they're fucking. It, they're so much like they're chill. They're it's zombie land. Everybody's so heavily sedated just that they're just sitting in the. You know, you'll see the the odd guy sitting there playing fucking checkers against himself. You know what I mean? And there's other guys just staring at walls. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I I win Netflix. again. Yeah, like it's fucking it's zombie land. It's crazy.
0: And but over the years, like people have. This place was marked by strange occurrences, um, disappearances even. Um, there was a report that one, I, I checked a couple of sources and this was a, a young nurse. Like th- this place was huge. Like it was really big and, and multiple, multiple wings and buildings of this place had been kind of shut down or renovated over the like the decades that it was open. And you could get lost in some of these places. So you had one guy, uh, one patient named Brian Scott B. Apparently he committed suicide and his, his body wasn't found for eight days. They didn't even know he was dead. Um, and then a couple other places said that a, uh, an actually a nurse that worked there disappeared and her body was found after two months.
4: Holy shit. What? Like they
0: didn't find her for two months in the stairwell of one of the less used buildings. So either she fell there. Somebody threw her there. I don't know, but, um, but once it it shut down, I think in about one nineteen ninety four is was the last time it was really open for or it had patients. Um, but that place was shut down, and now. Um, it's like a landmark and a historical landmark and you can actually go there for, for ghost tours and they say one of the more interesting rooms is this room uh, located in Ward R where they've had multiple paranormal investig- investigation teams come in and they say that it's inhabited by this um, apparition known as Lily um, and they say that I mean, multiple people have said that they've experienced um, or had experiences with Lily. They say that she's some sort of like intelligent, like she knows what's going like. She's a ghost that knows that she's a ghost. Software, and I right. guess is um, – so people will go in there. And there's a couple videos on the internet which, you know, take those with a grain of salt. But if you go to some of these places, like paranormal teams have said that they've they've asked her questions – uh, and she'll answer things, or she'll move a ball. Like, you can put balls on the floor. Um, they usually put the uh, toys and music boxes and things like that that have... Um, they'll ask, like, they'll request her to move a ball or something like that, and, and it'll actually move of its own accord, or, you know, apparently by Lily, moved by Lily. Um, and it, it, people have reported all kinds of weird things, so you have got... Stuff like uh, people say they hear the, the squeaking wheels of gurneys, like which you would put a person on moving down the wheels. Or they've heard the screams of women or men in, in pain or anguish and as they walk through the corridors sometimes. And I think there's also one of the more popular spots is the Civil War Wing. And in the Civil War Wing, people have said that they have repeatedly seen a soldier apparition of a... Um, like a civil war era soldier in, and that kind of clothing and which they've named Jacob and we'll see him pretty much walking the grounds and things like this. So, I mean, it, it sounds pretty fun from the experiences that people put up. Uh, it sounds kind of neat if you want to go visit, um, any, anything, with all all anything with it,
2: anything with an admission price just totally fucking ruins it for me. Yeah, i take it all with a grain of
0: salt. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's that, Whether they do, it's actually. Jacob and Lily are two
2: out of work actors. (laughs) Fucking face pain.
0: It's it's super creepy. I don't know. I watched the video of the Lily one and part of it, like where they're moving the ball around. Like that's that's kind of creepy. Like that's that's weird. Um, People have done multiple EVP sessions. They say that they hear they hear things on the EVPs. Um, But I know you can make out a lot of stuff from those EVPs.
3: I think anytime that there is like that many instances in one place, just the feeling of being there and knowing that happened is enough to just fucking. That's that's the haunting itself. Oh, totally. Just the mem, just right. knowing that all that was that happened in that same spot, right, right where you are standing, like hundreds of people, just right there, yeah, just being yeah. in that room and just knowing that's the that's what people pay money money for more than anything. I think.
0: Uh, I think you kind of you go in, you experience what you want to experience. So. If, and some people want
1: want to have something and so they make it happen kind of in their head right yeah
0: okay it's a possible explanation but and I I'm open to all explanations so that's I'd say it's pretty much right but everybody who's gone there seems to have had a pretty cool time you can go for either like you can go for a day or you can go for a day they give you like a couple half- hour tour or you can go for like eight hour tours or they actually have overnight tours where they set you up with all the the kind of ghost hunting Tools that you would need and, uh, you know, let you stay there overnight and creep yourself out that, to, that would to be your fun. heart's content.
3: That would, that actually be would be fun to do. I'd do it. I might do and it. And she would to come though. Fuck that. We need his reactions. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just screaming the whole time.
2: No, oh, I've seen this movie. The Lebanese guy dies first. I'm not going. <laughs> Fuck that. You probably
3: made a stupid, you know, all these, those people always make a bad choice in the movie, man.
0: Yeah,
2: no fornication. <laughs> like just comes down to bad choices.
1: Don't try. Yeah, <laughs> can't find the keys.
2: I'm the fastest, so I'm just gonna fucking go.
1: Well, that's why you get you separate. You run and you leave everyone. The group stays behind, and you run off on your own. Yeah, then you get, that's you get how gone. you get lost. easy, yeah, easy so, target.
0: Lost. Fuck, I'm not doing it. And
2: anything. then somebody
1: um, has
0: to go find you, and then that guy dies too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no, no, well, thank you.
1: All right. I got, uh, I got one. I'm gonna take this away from Human Hauntings. I'm all right. Talk about the Over Overton Bridge. I, I see. I don't know if we've if we've talked about this before. I think we may have touched base on it before. <laughs> I Let's, don't want to talk about but, this. because um, I'm
2: gonna have to leave halfway through and go hug Axel for like 20 minutes.
1: So <laughs> Andrew can deal with
3: dead people at work and it's all good. Uh, but as soon as a dog is hurt, he that's any it.
2: animals it just crumbles me. <laughs>
1: I'm sure that's some form of PTSD.
2: That's how... (laughs) Uh,
1: Anyways. So, since they've started taking track, since 1950, dogs have leapt from this bridge at a rate of at least one per year. Um, Dogs leap off the highest point of the parapet and fall 50 feet onto the waterfalls below, dying. What? Um... You know, first of all, fuck only, you for bringing only your dog who, uh, there.
2: Don't not bring your dog there. Why would you do what, this, you straight, piece of they, shit? Just,
1: they just wander and go. Fuck. Um. So, and then uh, oh, the, only linking, the only linking factors for this unexplained event are that dogs mostly jump from the same side of the bridge, always in clear weather, and usually they were long snout dogs. So... Usually or all the time? Um, they said, usually like if they look at the study of the dogs that are f- found to jump, they like, okay, well the majority of them are long snouted dogs, but I, I don't. Right. So some people say that like a psychologist came out and said, uh, a canine psychologist was like, Oh, you know what it is? hundred percent. I got it. Um, uh, mink mink urine is so powerful and so potent. Um, there's a mink, uh, urine it's peeing on the edge and the dogs are sniffing and then not looking and then just f- fall off the bridge mm-hmm. and then like a local hunter in the era after reading this like went to the same paper and was like i've lived here 50 years there's no mink around here and there hasn't been a mink that's been pissing in the same spot every year for 50 years yeah. luring dogs <laughs> to their <laughs> death um so this been going on and on and on um in 1994 a man crossed the bridge with his 2-week-old 2-week 2-week-old son and he th- turned and he just hurled his son his son from the bridge at the spot what? where the dog jumped off and then he attempted to commit suicide by jumping off himself. He later <laughs> he later said he later said he had to kill his son because he was the, he had come to the realization that he was the incarnation of the devil. Oh, why? Wait! 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 Time out.
2: Real fuck this bridge. <laughs> For, break it down. Nineteen ninety
1: four.
2: This this went fucked real quick. <laughs> like, Jesus, yeah, real fucked. Real well, we're fucked. talking about
1: ghostly things, man. This is scary.
2: Well, I was thinking about some like cro like an old crotchety ghost, of some old That's man insane. that used to have dogs come shit on his lawn, <laughs> so he's sitting there throwing ghost like yeah. balls off this fucking bridge trying to get the dogs to jump. One
3: second. It. This was never. This was never said you said
1: attempted to kill himself he jumped off a 50 foot bridge and he survived he survived he he later tried to cut his wrists in hospital Um, Oh, that's he survived he he jumped off the same spot same spot um since the 50s people have been calling it the bridge of death
2: get rid of this fucking bridge break it blow it up
1: build a new bridge okay where was this exactly um it is in scotland scotland interesting um it's in Glasgow.
0: Super uh yeah. Scotland's um, super creepy.
1: Fuck that bridge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh man. That just it's, fucking, it's so hucks fucking his weird, like-
2: kid. It reminds like Anchor Man yeah. where fucking it's Buster like gets the tossed the dog off the bridge. That's so fucked.
0: You know, it's like how like dogs are, you know, how would you there there's no I don't know. It's like you don't usually see dogs like committing suicide. It's just like something that doesn't happen. Like you oh, don't man. think about that. Oh, buddy. Ever. If,
2: if you like, threw a fucking frisbee off that bridge, my dog would 100% commit suicide.
0: Yeah, but not 100%. without... I
2: mean like committing suicide <laughs> would without... fucking just see ya.
0: Without like some sort of provocation. Like yeah, if they were like chasing something, I'd understand. Like yeah, yeah. the mink or thing almost had it. On their but,
1: own. But and it's just, not But they're just like
0: jumping off this, this creepy bridge. And people that say that...
1: People say it's not like they're walking off and falling. They leap. They get to the edge and leap. Fuck. Yes. Um,
2: I'm telling you, it's a ghost of some old man that just fucking used to have dogs. Just on reading
1: reading some accounts of people who like go and stand on the bridge and just kind of look over. Um, and they're like, I was up there one summer's day and I felt a very strong jab, like a phantom finger twice in my back. And he goes... And then I had the, he's like, I had an overwhelming sensation of like, um, I could, I could just easily just jump right now and end it all. And that's, I can't remember what we, that was called. It was called, um, when you look over things and you have the vertigo, Vertigo. no, it's, um, call, um, something devoid, uh, call of the void. I
3: have
2: that. I think we talked about that before. I get it. Every time I look over a ledge,
1: it's fucked. You want to
3: jump over
2: every time I have this weird urge. Yeah. Something in my head is La-apel, like,
1: fucking do it. Yeah. du divide or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The call of the void.
2: That's why I'm con- like, even with that fucking, when we went, jumped off that cliff, that cenote. That's what freaks me out. Every time I go near an edge, it's always like, just
3: do it. You want to do it. You want yeah. to yeah, yeah, you jump, Andrew. You jump, Andrew. You want to jump, Andrew. That's weird. I know.
1: It's fucked. See, I don't, I, I understand that. I understand that feeling and like, like I, but I don't get it that bad. Like I, I know other people that are like, dude, every time I look up the edge, my my brain's like just fucking jump off I, every time you man. just go and like Seriously. imagine it like not over that like just fucking jump off that's like weird. yeah no, I, I yeah imagine. do it
0: do it i like peek my head over the edge and then it's just like a large resounding nope <laughs> just turn around <laughs> and walk away
2: that's me i'm drawn <laughs> nope.
0: to it. it's
2: weird it's like yeah, it's, it's like it's magnetic uh, you just want to be like pulled to it it's like as soon as i step near that fucking edge it's like my body is pulling itself over that ledge
3: it's weird i've told you this before that's you have so a ghost weird. attached to yourself
2: why you fucking say that? Don't and say that, that, go, that every shit. Time that, every time you go to an <laughs> edge, <laughs> that
3: ghost is like just trying to pull you off, but it's not quite strong poking enough. Poking you. Why, do you in want, the why, why does he want me to die? I don't, I don't know. It. What yeah, the like, fuck did I, I? do? I don't know what the ghost thinking. Do you
2: wa- what fuck off?
3: This This thing's why you're so scared. You got this ghost. In childhood. This ghost has been Dicks. following you for twenty years. Yeah, maybe when would, I get jump. When I jumped
2: off. If I jumped off that cenote, maybe it, that's what pulled me close to that rope. You know what I mean? Maybe he wanted me to fucking land on it. Get clotheslined on the throat by that fucking rope.
3: Okay, quick backstory. It's a quick story. We're jumping off this cliff and in, into a cenote in Mexico. We're all jumping. Andrew sprints and clears, and there's this rope in the middle. He jumps like 25 feet and almost lands on the people on this rope.
2: He fucking got mad air, man. The only way I was going to do it is if I fucking ran and I didn't look down.
1: <laughs>
3: Anyways. Give her.
1: Um, so back to this bridge. If you're in Glasgow and uh, go to... Go stand on this bridge and report for us. How does it feel? Do you get, is it eerie? It's a creepy fucking looking bridge. I have
2: somebody like, I got somebody with feet on the ground there. I could fucking ask him about it. Yeah.
1: Do man, it. And it's super weird because like, you always think like, man, like I got a cat and like every now and then my cat fucking freaks the shit out of me. I'll be sitting in my room and he, she'll just come in like nothing going on. And then obviously like, boom, she's just, like tw- doubles inside all her first and she's just like looking into the hallway uh, and just stands there, just fucking looking into the hallway, and I'm like, "What? We're like, what do you see?" And she's like, "All fucking sketched out." And I'm like, "Jesus, Fuck cats
2: and dogs can see shit <laughs> for real. They
1: can. Yeah, they experience. Well, sense, that's what the thing is, is right?
2: Yeah, I remember watching that Goosebumps episode where they'd fucking they said the dogs can see ghosts. Fucking
1: well, then that's what people me, say is that there's there's like some demon or something there that lures the dogs, right? Okay. Shows be. them a, like a mirage or something.
2: Uh, I would jump off with my dog. I'd try to catch him. I'd do. I'd do it. Axel. Oh yeah, man. If I, you know, what? I want to be buried with Axel. I'll make that known now.
3: You're gonna have to bury me with my dog. Yep. We well, that a a sucks shared, because shared I'm gonna,
1: I have a feeling like, wait, you want to be like? I'm gonna. We're gonna have to dig up Axel. <laughs> no, I don't see. Right.
2: I, I wouldn't be like Zelly says. I got this fucking ghost attached to me. I don't know how much longer I have. Or is really this don't. is it oh I'm so this is one of those time, the man. brightest
1: candles burn out the quickest exactly. or what burn the brightest flames burn out the quickest?
2: Yeah man <laughs> it's gotta be.
1: It's too late. You you already missed the Forever Twenty Seven Club, which would have been the better story. So yeah,
2: Forever Twenty Seven. It's just the twenty seven club. You're getting confused with Forever Twenty One, the chick store.
1: Yeah, well, same thing. Nope. They're Forever Twenty Seven now. That's true. Um but yeah, that's that one creeped me out because I was like, it's dogs. It's not. Yeah, it's f- not humans.
2: Yeah, it sucks. I don't like that story. It it's like me.
1: dogs. You know, well, no. And that's what yeah, makes like it creepy. well,
0: humans like do crazy stuff all the time. So that's kind of normal. You know, yeah, but why are you, you yeah, fucking it's with like, dogs? You know, but when it's dogs, yeah, and that's why what I'm saying. It's with when dogs. it's they're, dogs. They're so innocent. That's way more creepy. And that they're you know that perhaps you know some people yeah say that animals kind of interact on a different different plane or they kind of see reality on a different frequency I know I saw I read some book uh, where they uh, where they were saying like cats cats have like especially you know are sensitive to paranormal stuff that's going on or you know it's what do you want to call it like ley line energy or stuff like that and they can they they almost interact on all the planes like if there's multiple planes of, of the universe or, or existence or something they kind of exist on or they can see through all of them. What? So if you if you have that might be some of the creepy stuff that's going yeah. through it's just like she's you know your cat seeing a different
1: like plane you know, yeah, yeah
0: whole different thing so maybe there's a person there but just a, like maybe it's your alternate self
2: well if that's you the case then i'm fine because my cats all they do is fucking sleep and shit so i'm good they're not they're never startled there's no issues <laughs> they're
0: legitimately eat yeah sleep, but they're seeing like shit. all this crazy shit they just don't react to it yeah, they
2: just garfield they don't fucking <laughs> care <laughs> fuck it i don't
0: care it's like a giant, huge, slobbering demon standing over you, and the cats are just like, eh. "Yeah, they're like, hopefully they'll fucking kill him so we can eat
2: him." Is what my cats are <laughs> thinking. <That's laughs> fucking of <Bota> fat bastards.
3: <laughs> fucking creepy, creepy bridge though, for sure.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, okay, uh, I got one. Better oh. spooky. This one is called the Mackenzie.
2: Not the Mackenzie. Poltergeist. Ooh.
3: And this one is also based in Scotland. Oh, shit. It's in Edinburgh, and it's a place, uh, it's called uh, Greyfriars Kirkyard. And it's a cemetery, an ancient cemetery from uh, back in like the 1700s. But the backstory behind this is, uh, there's this guy. His name is George Mackenzie, And in the 17th century, uh, it was like, that was like the Civil War. Like England was taking over Scotland, and King 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 Charles II or whatever. I don't really know the history about that, but what it was pretty much is he made he made this law that pretty much said that this one religion, Book of the Prayer, was the only thing you could worship. And anything anything else, all, all opposition to this was uh, was treason. And uh, and this uh, Presbyterian group formed this thing called the Coventers and they were like a resistance to this thing.
0: That sounds like a cool resistance name. Right? Yeah. Coventers. The Coventers, right? No. And they had the a, Coventers.
3: And it, anyways, they, 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 met them in battle. This one epic battle it was called the Battle of Bothwell Bridge. And, and a bridge at a bridge Oh shit! in Scotland. And it's the start of the haunting. No, it's not, not quite yet. But anyways, by in the end, they were defeated and there were foreign people died and 1200 uh, prisoners were taken. And they took him to this place called Greyfriars Kirkyard, which later became known as a place called Coventers. Coventer's prison and it was here that this McKenzie guy comes in and this is where like uh, the poltergeist probably start. He was like the main person responsible for these prisoners in this area. Uh, And he would like, it was kind of like a concentration camp style prison. Like they barely gave him any food or water or no shelter, no uh, shelter from the elements. And after like probably about 150 men died in a direct result of his orders and that that's pretty much the backstory of it. And in the end he died and he was buried in this tomb called the black mausoleum. It, oh my oh God. Geez. But yeah, he okay. was, but he was, <laughs> but he was buried, he was buried in this, the same place as where all these people died. Oh fuck. So all these souls that he was directly responsible for killing for the orders given and they died in the end, they were buried in the same kirkyard, in the same graveyard. Oh, shit. And then he was buried in this place called the black mausoleum. It says, you can look it up. It's this is the creepiest fucking building. Fuck. And, and, um, Story goes, this is, this is what they tell you on the tours, I guess. No one really knows the real story, but one night supposedly a homeless guy or some thief broke into the black mausoleum and in there, either he was looking for shelter or he's looking, or he's trying to steal stuff, whatever it was. It's not the first time this thing has been broken into, but so it was the first time in like recent times, this was in 1998 and the story goes that he upon like ransacking the place or whatever he was doing, he fell through like an old floor <sighs> into like a pit. And this pit was full of like plague victims that had been sealed shut. Oh. So they were still... Oh my God. So their skin was like all oozy and they weren't decomposed. Like they looked They're like pickled. fucking zombies. Yeah, pickled. Because <gasps> there was no air in there. <sighs> so for like hundreds of years, these people had been sitting in there and then they built this black mausoleum just on top of it. So I guess after deterioration over so many years, this guy fell through. Whoever this guy was, no, they never found him. But when they came in, they heard, supposedly the story is they heard a guy screaming and running away that night. Like the people are in the neighborhood. He must have like fell into this like puddle of zombies. Fuck. And uh, anyways, he ran away. No no one knows who he is. So that's how the story goes. It's a homeless guy or a thief. No one really knows. But when they came the next day, they found like what happened, like someone, something obviously broke through and they found these bodies that ended up being like old plague victim bodies. Fuck. Probably almost started the bubonic plague again. But that was in 1998, and ever since then, whoever visited the, the mausoleum felt extreme, like sensations of like almost like static electricity, uh, electricity, or like uh, cold or hot spots, and that's how it started, just slowly. But then the more people that went there, I think it was in like 2002, these like two teenage kids went in there and they were fuck- they broke in again. After it's been sealed up again. They broke in again. These and they cut off the guy's head out of the tomb.
4: What the fuck?
3: This is a story, I guess. And they were like, is, they kicked it around. They kicked it around.
0: This, this was what Scottish kids do yeah. for fun.
3: Like <laughs> yeah, so they, they kicked it God around. It. The story goes. The story is what I read is they cut off his head and there they they was were like hooligan vandals just fuck trash this place. These kids are fucked. And yeah, so that that and ever since then there was there's been a fucking an exorcism went on in there. Okay, what was this guy's name? This was cool. Okay, hold on, before, Colin,
2: before you say anything,
0: <laughs>
3: Andrew locks the door
0: in the
2: studio. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh,
3: no, sorry, I mixed up my dates. In two thousand, Colin Grant performed an exorcism.
2: So before they before played the kids, footy with his before
3: head? they played footy with his head. Fuck. So in, in, oh, ni- okay. in ninety eight, the thing happened where they fell and they found the victims and all the shit, and the, t- the tomb was disturbed, and the poltergeist activity started. People went in. And they could feel something was there, but they could feel something wasn't right, but nothing ever really happened, like no physical trauma happened yet. So in 2000, Colin Grant, he's a member of the Catholic Church, he performs exorcisms. And he went, because he heard about all these, uh, all this activity, and he thought it was a demon trapped by this wicked guy. He's like, oh, this guy was possessed by a demon when he died, and the demon still lurks in this area. So he went and he performed an exorcism and he said the evil was too great. He felt nauseous and he got sick and he threw up and he couldn't finish the exorcism. And he's like, I can't do it. He's like, it's too evil. He said it was too evil. Fuck, really? Two weeks later, Uh dropped dead.
2: What? No.
3: He died. What? What? No. He died. Fuck yeah. Colin Grant, search him up. Look him up. Colin Grant, he died two weeks later of a heart attack, supposedly. Fuck. Wow. So anyways, that was in 2000.
0: Even the the Catholic
3: Ghostbusters
0: can't even take it
3: out. Like... (laughs) And ever since then in 2000, there's been over 500 accounts documented of people who, because I started like, you could like pay a tourist group and they, or pay a tour guide and he would go unlock it and let a, a small group of people in every once in a while. And it's, it's considered the most paranormally activated graveyard in the world. So when these people go in, there's no joke, go search uh, McKenzie Poltergeist pictures of the injuries. And there's pictures of bruising, scratching, cuts, gouges. Fuck that. There's stories of people would feel oh. like an icy hand grabbed them and they never had feeling returned to that part of their body. Oh my
4: god. It's oh, brutal.
3: People would pass out from the fear and like they said everyone like five hundred accounts and there's pictures. I'm gonna turn around and I'll show Andrew just a couple. Oh. Broken fingers, cuts, Holy bruises, shit. scratches. Wow, And a lot of people, they like, a lot of people don't even feel the scratches at the time when they come out and they take, like check their shirts. They'll, f- it's like sometimes people like have cat like, scratches. Yeah. And like, so like you, will get scratched and it's fine. And then a little bit later, it just turns all red.
2: What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? What, what part of you possesses you to go to that fucking place and do that? It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go take my dog on this walk over this fucking bridge. Let's try it Just so like it I said,
3: man. People who like are into the stuff they like want to Because exp- this is like people are fucked. There's not too many people places in the world where there's a polter- poltergeist activity that's consistent. That they actually like f- have physical scars and like showing of trauma. People are just fucking
2: naive. It's all like you know what I mean. They don't see these consequences. Ah, you know what? Well, let's go give it a shot. And then they, that happens, and they fucking fuck. You're fucked for life. Yeah. You are fucked for life if something like that happens to you.
3: Uh, you're definitely scarred for life. You're
2: 100% you're fucked. You you think about the PTSD you'd have after that.
3: What about this The girl who fucking, the thing grabbed, I can't remember if it was her leg or her her arm, but it was an icy hand. She never got, she claims she never got feeling in that (sighs) part of her body again. It's like it's an icy like numbness all over.
4: Holy fuck.
3: So anyways, that's uh, the Mackenzie Poltergeist. And I guess you can still go there to this day. And the attacks are 500 and counting. And... Yeah,
2: roll the dice. Go give it a shot. Jesus,
0: fuck. So uh, we can go to the we can go to the d- Death Bridge. Yeah, and then we go to the Black Mausoleum. It's in the same country.
3: Same countries. Too far. I want to have how. Can't far. Be too far. Scotland
0: is creepy as fuck. Like, there's so much weird shit that goes down in Scotland. It's, just, ugh. I don't know how people still live there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We have a, we we have listeners in Scotland. So if you're there and you have some stories, if you've been to the Black don't go Mausoleum, there.
2: just don't do it. It's not worth it. If you've fucked. been to
3: the Black Mausoleum or you've been to the been, been to the Murder Bridge or Suicide Bridge or no, what's a Death Bridge? Let us death know. Bridge.
2: Do not bring your fucking dog to that bridge. Don't bring your dog. Don't bring your dog. Mm-hmm. Leave the dog. Home. Don't take your
1: dog. Please don't.
2: Or your fucking two month old son or whatever the yeah. fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do not shot put your well, son he, off a bridge.
1: He was the devil incarnate. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
2: fucked. That's crazy, man. I wonder if any of those other, the people that they've talked to that dogs fucked off, if any of them, you know what I mean, reported being possessed at all.
3: I don't know. Because
2: all the dogs jumped off on their own, right? None of them were tossed.
1: It was only the kid. No, no, none uh-huh. of them were tossed. They'd drop. I think that'd be a different story if they were being <laughs> tossed.
4: <laughs>
1: oh, fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: But, there's, pe- uh, there's people no, punting their uh, dogs off the bridge. Yeah,
1: fuck this dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That's you know what? He- yeah, you walk across. You're like, wait a minute.
2: Yeah, fuck that. No, I'm good. That story <laughs> fucked my night up.
3: It's fucking. It's haunting, man.
2: Yeah, I'm not sleeping tonight. Sweet.
3: Now, I don't know what. Obviously, people get hurt at this one. There's pictures, and there's ton, there's dozens and dozens of articles online and, and newspapers about people going there and like writing about it. So I don't know. So say this guy, he had a hand in murdering all these people. He was like, he was influenced in all the murders and they're bur- buried beside him. Now, I don't know if it's, is it those people who have like infiltrated his grave or is it just him? He's still ruthless. And he's just, everyone comes in his fucking grave. Oh, he's no. like, fuck they, these people. Those yeah.
2: people pulled him to fucking hell. Is what happened.
3: Well, he's still there. Obviously they pulled
2: him to hell and or they're,
0: they're still, there. There.
3: still there. He's still there. He's still fucking. No, people he's up.
2: getting, there's no, he's getting punished. There's no way. It's not him. It's or, are they, there. What
0: are the, or they've amalgamated into some just. Some
3: super entity, Polter, yeah. Some Uh-oh. super,
0: uh, what's it, like? Malicious entity. It's just like a bunch of just a ball of hate and 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 fear, and it's just manifests itself in this. Probably f- something like that. Because if the guy was like, oh, like if the, the exorcist guy was like, oh, it's too evil. It wouldn't be just like one person. Because then if you got rid of the one person, that seemed. I would think like a, a per, I guess he's a professional professional Catholic exorcist. Would be so. able to be like. If you can't handle one ghost, then it's like, well, what good are you? Take away your exorcist license or whatever they give them.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, but if you can't handle something like that, I would think it'd be some sort of like like super
3: nasty entity. Yeah, it's, it'd be something like that. It's fucking some demon.
0: Straight up, it could be, yeah, it could be straight up demon, demon. To, you would say demons are attracted to, you know, sites of great pain or, you know, suffering. And if it's something like that, that's definitely... It sounds definitely like a bunch of pain and suffering going down there, so maybe it is uh, now yeah, inhabited by some sort of
3: demon. <laughs>
0: just, just a little bit, a little bit. You know, it's pretty rough.
3: Yeah, oh, mm. that's all I got about that one. It's uh, go search uh, Mackenzie poltergeist images about the injuries and read all the the newspaper stories. It's it's pretty nuts. Or
2: that don't nice. if you want to sleep.
1: <laughs> Fuck that. Um. So uh, Ryan, I'll tell you one close to you. Um, so if you look up haunted places in Canada, reportedly haunted locations in Canada, in BC there's th- four places, and one is the Vernon Town Theater in Vernon, British Columbia. I have heard about that. Makes sense, because Vernon fucking sucks. That's where Vernon there would be some haunted does suck.
2: Oh, it's the fucking worst. Fuck Vernon.
1: Vernon is the butthole of the wor- world.
2: Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> or at least the Okanagan.
1: Okay, I agree with world.
3: you. City wise. Vernon's got a pretty good music scene, actually, for the size.
2: Well, it's got to
1: have something, I guess. Because <laughs> other than that, it's got nothing. Is it, is it a really good blues scene?
3: No, it's a really good, like, metal, punk, hardcore really? scene. Yeah, big what? time. Vernon's good shit for that.
1: Speaking of that, I went to a fucking wicked show on the weekend.
3: Tell about After Hours. It's, Tell me about the show. wicked.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Vernon Town Theater, built in 1929. The Vernon Town Theater was originally opened as the National Ballroom. Uh, The National Ballroom was a live venue and was then converted to a movie theater slash live venue in the mid-1930s and operated as the Capitol Theater until the early 1980s. Ooh, that's kind of weird. Me and Ryan used to work at the Capitol Theater in West Bank. That's true. Um, Famous players vacated the building and it was operated as a full-time movie theater ever since. Many strange things have been observed over the years, including phantom music, apparitions in the auditorium and ghost sightings in the projection room Uh, during the showing of memoirs of a geisha one female patron reported that her friend in the seat next to her was having trouble breathing an ambulance was called and the manager went to assist the struggling woman only to find out that she was already dead with an absolute with absolute terror frozen on her face it's a really scary Um, movie you know what? There was. It's weird because, I swear there were, there was a there was, some, maybe it's just theaters. But like, do you remember that? Like when we worked at the theater, Ryan, there was like we'd like get all that weird shit happening. Like anything to do with theater f- four or whatever. Theater was four was like, haunted, by inside buddy. there, you'd ha- you'd hear like weird noises. If you were working on the projection up there, it'd be like you'd hear weird noises and like you'd get the like the corner of your eye see movement and no one's there. Like it was. I used to get the fucking chills up there all the time. Had the same thing at Famous Players.
3: Man, keep, oh. now, now that you bring this up, this brings back old memory. Theater 4, on multiple occasions, I would, I'd thread it for the late show. This is back. This was still, we had still had a fil- like f- thread film through these projectors. So you'd thread it, you'd thread it, th- or thread it through and there'd be like one final click to like set it, like one final set. So you'd click that and you could go push play. Multiple times i click that and I swear to God I'd come back and it
1: would be off. I don't know why. Just that one theater. Yeah, it was fucking weird. I wonder if it because now this theater, Andrew, you said your theater was haunted. I wonder if a lot of people have bad. Well, especially like, especially skip. when
2: you'd be cleaning a theater after, like I remember when the Amityville horror oh, came fuck, out, and you'd man. be yeah.
1: you'd be sweeping the fucking
2: popcorn and the music would just be like it'd be crawling up your spine and you're always looking behind there at the late show. Like fuck. I hated that. Huh. I hated that. Then one time one of the other employees I was like sweeping it up, cleaning, and I'm walking out and they jumped through the supply closet and I fucking filled my pants. I thought oh god I scared the shit out of me.
3: Didn't like just fucking break their nose, quick oh, punch. Oh, Bam. Man. Sorry, no, I
2: know I crumbled, I wish <laughs> I didn't say I just crumbled on the ground. Ah! Fetal position. <laughs>
1: Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do this? that <laughs> yeah, <it> was horrible. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Um. Anyone I, else I, have when any? When did other that person place? die?
2: When did that person die? Memoirs of Geisha that's a relatively like new movie within what like the last 10 years well I think it's I think it's an old play as well oh it was a play so this is like the ambulances have only been around since the 70s so
1: oh so maybe it is more recently well, yeah, there, there there was a there new. Was a there, a movie
0: that was like early two thousand.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: yeah, that's well. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is it was it that one? Because
3: there's probably that one. It's probably a remake of I, another one. before. You
2: Remember too. the fucking dinosaurs that used to crawl into the Sunday matinees? You know what I mean? She probably just jammed out during the movie. Yeah.
0: Right. Could happen. Yeah, you never know. Uh, I've got one more. Let me. Uh, can I? Let me
2: go because I have
3: two, okay. and I don't want to go back to back. You got two. All right.
2: <laughs> so we, we can do one story and then have a break and then you know what I mean.
3: Tell us. Tell us a creepy yes. story. Happened to a friend of a friend of mine.
2: Do you want... Should we go fucking check Go balls of walls with this one? Or should I wait for the fucking finale? Should
3: be a little bit spooky. Wait for the finale. Okay.
2: So this... Obviously, this story and the other story happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. But I'm going to put myself in the situation because it's easier to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it was you. you So... No, I'm
2: not saying that, you (laughs) prick. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thanks for having that in my back there. (laughs) So this happened to uh, me when I was... Working in Karameas, which is a sleepy old town in the South Okanagan. Yes, it is. One stop light. It's where I started my EMS career. And uh, we get a call. It's, it's about 1230. 1230 in the morning. Call comes in for... Well, actually, you know what? It was a drop call. So we didn't get any description. So every drop call, we usually go... Code three, two, just, you know, because you don't know what we're going to, That's what right? Supposed
3: to, when someone calls 911, they hang up. Yeah, it was just
2: a drop call. We'll do, okay, great. And then it, the call was to Princeton. So, or not Princeton, sorry, Headley. Headley is kind of in between Carameas and Princeton. It's this little town with no cell reception, or anything like that. So we go flying we out. flea market. To, so we go flying out to this call and we're, we're going down this kind of like rural road with all these old or- orchards. And we've got like the scene light on the spotlight because it's dark, it's raining. it's a shitty, windy, rainy night. And we're kind of trying to look and see where this place is. And we're driving, we're creeping by. And of course, of course we see this fucking yard with just like hundreds of dead apple trees with like the longest fucking driveway you've ever seen. And these apple trees are kind of overgrowing over the- uh, Oh, I hate that. Over the fucking driveway. So of course we can't back the ambulance into it, right? So we pack all our gear and we start kind of, you know, crunching through the fucking dirt and grossness to this house. takes us probably a good, you know, five minutes to get to this place. The driveway was so long. And all the lights are off except for this porch light. And this fucking light is just hanging from a wire and it's just going back and forth and back and fucking forth in the wind. Right. And I like, I looked over my partner and I'm like, this is fucked. Like, I don't really want to go in there. You know what I mean? Let's, let's not say we didn't, you know, yeah. Say we did and just not go in. And he's like, no, come on, we gotta go. So I'm like, okay, great. So I go, as soon as I step onto this fucking porch and the wind's going and the screen door's slamming open and shut, open and shut, take two steps up to this door and the fucking wind, nice big gust of wind comes and smashes the fucking light. Light goes out. Get out. Fuck. I'm already kind of starting to, like I peed a little. I'm already starting to pee a little, right? Come in, open the screen door, bang in the door. Nobody answers. Weird, you know, bang on the door again. Nobody answers. Door's locked. Fuck. So I go to my partner. I'm like, hey, we're going to have to break this door down. Um, you know, we're supposed to always advise for the fire department or the police because they do that. Right. And given this time, uh, I think it was between 1230 and three in the morning, there was no police in this area. Right. They had to come in from Penticton. They were on call from Penticton. So these cops are about an hour away. Right. Right. Right? So, I'm like, I told him, I'm like, okay, go get, let's go get on, the phone, satellite phone, because nothing else works. Radios, nothing don't work in this area. Get the satellite phone, make a phone call. Hopefully we can, uh, we can, you know, get them here in time. So he goes out. I'm like, forget it. Kick the door down. Boom. Right? Because he's five minutes away. I'm frustrated. Going to this house, flipping lights, nothing works. Finally find a lamp. Works. Okay. Creepy. Start looking around. You know what I mean? This place had like Inches of dust on it. Looks like it hasn't been, you know what I mean? Like rotten food, you know, I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, right? Obviously it looks like, it looked like nobody had been there for fucking months, right? Just everybody kind of just left this place. Finally find the bedroom, looking around the bedroom, light doesn't work, light doesn't work, lamp works. Look down and crumpled on the ground is this like old man that looks like he's been dead for about six months. Oh right? my God. So I get down low and I'm like, oh Jesus. I get down low and I'm like looking and I'm go to auscultate his heart sounds right. I'm checking for carotid and I'm going to listen for his heart and I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm at this point I'm like I don't even need to feel for carotid. And as I'm going down, I can see these little bugs crawling around his eyes, right? So I go to oscillate for Uh. I go to auscultate his his chest and I'm feeling for carotid at the same time, and I can hear this thump, thump. Fuck, guy's got a carotid pulse and a heartbeat. And he's got bugs crawling in his eyes, right? And as I'm listening, I hear this. Well, he hasn't been feeling very good for quite some time now. Get the him. fuck And off. I fucking, <laughs> fucking, just, like, jump out of my fucking shoes, right? And I look up, and there's this fucking old lady standing there. And I'm like, whoa, ma'am, like, hi, you know, good to see you. Like, I'm sorry, you know, like, your husband's very sick. We're going to get him to the hospital, okay? Like, she's like, okay, okay, okay. You know, my partner comes... Barging in, and I'm like, "We gotta go. Grab, grab the clamshell. Let's get going right now. Right? We gotta get this guy in the back. Name. Let's start a line on him and go like bad out of hell." So oh, that's
1: sit- just Edgar. He's
2: lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we fucking bundle this guy up. We go. I told my partner, I'm like, "Go let his wife know. Right? We got it. We're going to the hospital. She probably wants to come with us. Right? Like it's gonna be you know a good hour. This guy's probably not gonna make it to the hospital. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this guy's fucking toast." He comes back 10 minutes later and he's like, I can't find her anywhere. I'm like, okay, weird. Um, get him in the hospital, drop him off. Okay, weird, spooky story. Kind of, you know, just unsettling. Felt kind of weird. And I, I had just started my block. So I was in Caramillas for another week and a half, right? Because I used to go up there for about two weeks. And on my last block, comes zipping into the hospital again and we drop off her patient, and I like I go up to the nurses, and I'm like, so you know, whatever ha- happened with that uh, old man that we brought in? She's like, oh, he's he's upstairs, he's on the second floor. You know what I mean? He's he's alive, he's talking. Like I'm like, holy shit! So you know what I mean? I go up there, and I kind of wanted to talk to the guy, just check in, see how he's doing. And I'm I'm up there, and I'm you know BSing with him, talking to him, and you know what I mean? I'm like, well, you know, your my your wife, your wife must be like. Super happy, right? Like that's you know what I mean. This is pretty amazing. You're you're pretty sick, and you know, like last I talked to her, I you know, I told her I I I said, you know, I'll be honest, I feel terrible, but I said, You you know, there's a good chance you weren't gonna make it. And he looks at me and he's like, My wife's been dead for fucking two years. Oh oh, man, man, I almost fucking puked in my mouth. I almost puked in my mouth. (laughs)
1: Like
2: like fuck. Jesus, right? And I, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there like, I'm like, you got a caretaker? You got a daughter? You got like, what the fuck? That's fucked up. Yeah.
3: That's fucked up.
0: It's, uh, it's just some creepy old lady that goes around to random Whoa. houses and like stalks old guys, like getting ready to die and pretends that <laughs> she's their wife.
2: I went and asked after, I think I talked to the nurses. I'm like, has this guy had a what? Like, does he have dementia or something like that? Is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there something going on here? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, he definitely has dementia, but no wife or anybody's been here. No family's been here to visit him. Nothing.
3: That's fucked up.
2: Oh, man. I do not miss working in that fucking buttfuck nowhere town at all. After that, man, I was, uh, my second story mm-hmm. involves that area, too. Anyways.
3: Crazy. That's insane.
2: Yeah, man, it's fucked.
3: So you've seen the ghost right up close. I'm, no,
2: I mean, well, a, friend a, you. Friend a, friend a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of
3: a friend of mine. A friend of a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. friend seen this ghost right up beside his face.
2: Yeah. Well, well yeah. he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been sick lately. You know, and then like I t- saw my partner after that, like I saw him again, I didn't work because we're, it's a part-time station, so you don't have the same partner all the time. And I asked him, I'm like, I was like, did you not see this guy's, like, were you there when that old guy's wife was talking to me? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. He's like, I, I didn't see anybody else in that house but us. No. <sighs> Spooky. Maybe it's her that's hanging out with me.
3: Oh, maybe. I don't know. Well maybe. But it wasn't you. So. No, I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so it wasn't
2: you. That it wouldn't make <laughs> sense, would it? That's okay. Okay, your turn. I'm...
3: Oh, that's freaky.
0: Yeah.
1: That was creepy.
2: Super <laughs> weird.
0: Oh, it was fucking... Ugh. <laughs> unsettling
2: totally and the worst part too was like it didn't hit me till after because i was like oh whatever like no big deal and then you know what i mean a week and a half later that's when i'm like oh, i'm not gonna sleep ever again ever again oh
4: fuck
0: like my eyeballs would have just like fallen out of my head like i just would have like if he said that i just like my eyeballs would just like folded out of my head like my I'm, I'm, eyes just go what's so wide they just fall out
2: i'm not even exaggerating when i mean like i was felt like i instantly felt like i was gonna fucking vomit like i instantly felt like i was gonna puke like
0: <laughs> oh, whoa oh. Probably just like pass out on the floor <laughs> just i am always i spent dead two years uh. yeah,
2: yeah it's just me on the fetal position on the ground again yeah like a, <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right dan what you got what do you got
0: I've got another travel recommendation for anybody looking to go to. Uh, if you're on the East Coast, there's a place called the Fairy Plantation House in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, now, this house, uh, the history actually goes back like centuries. Like it's been the area that is built in uh, was known to be inhabited by the Chesapeakean Native Americans, who were a small tribe, and they say they were likely have been uh, wiped out by the more. Um, like the more powerful Powhatan, which you get, which most people have heard about if you look up the history of the East Coast and those kinds of a- Indians. I think, what's-her-face was that? I think Pocahontas was Powhatan. I think so. Um, anyways, this place, the, the one that they have built there now uh, was built in 1830, but before that there were a couple other houses and at least one of them burned down in a, in a fire and they just used the foundation and they built this one around 1830 18- Thirty, and they were still using slave labor at the time when they built it. Um, this place was used as a ferry house. I think it was one of the second second ferry houses built in Virginia. Um, in that area, like they're the people who are responsible for taking care of the the actual ferry house now. Um, they have said that they've they've dug up uh, artifacts, Native American artifacts, around the area where they've been building gardens or things like that. They found like arrowheads and and I think jewelry and stuff like that. So leading some people to believe that it's an Indian burial ground um, in that area. So like that, that brings up that whole thing. Um. Uh. This place, uh, over the years, has been uh, kind of abandoned. It was boarded up at one point. Uh, it's gone through multiple renovations. But when it was abandoned and boarded up, uh, the neighbors uh, around the area kind of had the responsibility of taking care of the property. And they, they reported multiple strange things. Like they, they would hear uh, – some of them were responsible for turning off the lights at night. So you'd go in there, turn off all the lights, and then they would say they would come back in the morning – and then some of the lights would be on uh-huh. and then they had reports of hearing things like heavy chains dragging along the ground uh-huh. or doors loudly banging or even pierced cry like piercing cries coming from a, a large sycamore like there's a sycamore tree on the property it's a little bit creepy um but so far they've reported that this place is haunted by at least they say probably eleven spirits that they can count that people have
3: reported. They've set often. separated it into eleven spirits. Yeah, eleven
0: distinct spirits that they've seen, and and some of these include a uh, there's they got their classic lady in white um, who they say they see walking through the house sometimes, and they think she may be the spirit of a young lady who fell down the stairs and broke her neck in 1826, and that happened. Um, when it was going through renovation, people—the people who were actually doing construction work—towards uh, towards, towards the evenings and things like that—could see from across the way. They would see floating orbs across the grounds or above the house, and they even say that there's a there's a cat, like ghost cat, that walks through walls in some of the places. Um, in 1997, they actually had a medium from the Edgar Casey Foundation uh, come down there, and they. He said that he picked up the name Sally while investigating this one area of the house. Norton is the best parlor. And when they spoke to the family or investigated the history of the house, they found that there is there was a Sally Rebecca Walk. The, the Walk family were the owners of the, the Ferry plantation and that she had actually lost her husband during the Civil War. And they're saying that she's still she died in that house. So her spirit still stands there, and they've said that she stands mostly. Her spirit is found standing next to where there, um, one of the one of the walls in the in the best parlor, and they said they've had multiple EVP sessions with her. Somebody asked, like, why Why are you standing here? And she's saying that it. She would say something like, "It it's it's so chilling," or "It's so chilly." Weird. Like that, that they've been hearing. Um, people have also reported the spirit of. This sounds like a really crazy one because it's like it, – it seems like it's really long because they say they see the spirit of an African-American gentleman who they can, they can identify him as African-American somehow. And they see him actually come up from the basement, cross the room, and then kneel in front of the west wall. Uh, apparently, he's like – like he's doing something. Like he's attending to some sort of task. They say they see it uh, rather often or um, – and later when they renovated that area of the, of the house, they actually uncovered that there used to be a fireplace where he would kneel. So it might have been someone who used to tend to those things. And through EVPs, some paranormal investigators have uh, found that apparently that this spirit's name is Henry and he lived in the slaves quarters on the third floor of the old kitchen in that area. So they've somehow managed to talk to him and communicate with him. And one of the other creepier parts of the history is uh, near the water in that area. Uh, they have the story of the witch of Pungo, who is actually the first. She was witch the of only. Pungo? Yeah, she was the only woman actually convicted of witchcraft in Virginia, and that's where she was tried. Like she was tried and executed in that area, and they say that they see her sometimes on the grounds, like outside, uh, on the grounds wandering. So that's freaking. You know witchcraft always brings out the good stuff. You know,
3: crazy. But
0: you know, you got these. You know, it's built on a Native American burial ground. That's always bad. And I actually looked into that because you know you see that a bunch uh, that trope pop up in a bunch of movies and and books and stuff. It's like, oh, it's built on an Indian burial ground. Well, of course it's going to be haunted. Um, I actually looked that up and I saw that. I thought that had been around longer than I it have. It's actually only been around since like the nineteen seventies. Since the uh, the Amityville movies uh, came about uh, and it was only around for actually a couple of years, but it's, I think it's kind of interesting how that trope has kind of like built its way into, um, cause you know, like Poltergeist, right? Like you've seen the movie Poltergeist, terrifying
2: Indian battle- barrel, Craig T.
0: Nelson. And they're yeah. like, and they're like, Oh, you spoiler alert. Like, Oh, you moved the gravestones, but you didn't move the graves. Yeah. But it actually wasn't a native American ground. That was actually just a, a regular one. Like that was just a, white people cemetery.
2: Oh, was it? I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was Indian. No, around. no.
0: The family guy one. Ah, that's night. why. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Family guy one. That's where it comes from. But yeah, that troops only been around for like 40 some years. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, you know, but yeah, this place you can, you can visit this place. It's usually open on Fridays and stuff like this. I'm not like <laughs> chilling for these places, but I'm saying you can go if you're interested. Um, it's kind of fun, you know. For it's, 1995, you know, I, I would <laughs> rather our listeners go to these places where they they have people, and I don't want them like I don't want people creeping through like abandoned mining, you know, abandoned mining facilities where there's a bunch of ghosts, but there's nobody supervising. You know, people get lost in there and get hurt. Phantom ni- right? Miner 99. You know, these, yeah, just want to go and see a piece of history and stuff like that. Yeah. Pretty neat.
3: Go and it? let us know how it goes. Yeah, so that's what I got. Not for me. Mm. Many- Creepy as fuck, man.
1: Yeah, no,
3: thanks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Brandy, do you have anything else? Do you want Andrew to tell one more story? What, what do you want, what, what no, do you want I, to do here?
1: Andrew, Andrew, tell one more story. Let's wrap, All right. let's wrap this one up. This one's a little bit more fucked. <laughs> more fucked? Yeah, well, it's, it's <laughs> not.
2: It's actually, it's spooky, but it's more
3: fucked. Sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, excited.
2: so it's. If you're kind of. I don't know. If you got a weak heart. <laughs> shut the podcast Turn it off now. Okay, so this is I was working in the same area and uh it was right next to a really, really big uh, reserve, right? So we got a call. Often we get a call to the reserve and the call's generated by like the uh the, the the rear a lot of the reserves have their own not it's not really like a cop, it's more of like a ranger type situation, right? Right. So the cop's generated by this it's ranger. Like a, it's like a Jim Leahy exactly fucking park supervisor <laughs> so the fucking park supervisor generates the call and you kind of meet him you know right you'll meet him at the right at the beginning of the reserve and he'll kind of give you a brief little rundown and drive you drive with you up at the call and there's one of the fucking there's, there's usually there's about 5 of them right and they all the only one of them works at night and there's there was one really fucking lazy one and as soon as you'd get there, you'd be like, yeah, house is just over there uh, to the left and then just fuck off back to bed. <laughs> right? So a lot, most of them, they come with you and you're like, okay, cool, this guy's a gun. Yeah. Perfect, just in case shit hits the fan because shit often hit the fan on this reserve. Uh, this guy, so he went home. Anyways, we meet him there and he's, uh, so I'm just going to use the name um, Susie. So he says, you know, we heard some loud screaming and yelling coming from Susie's house. Uh, you know, and Susie, Susie's husband left her about six months ago and she's been going through a tough time and he used to beat her up and all this stuff so I don't know maybe he come. He came back and you know they got in a little tilly or you know I don't know what happened but you know you, you boys uh, should go have a little look so I'm like oh fuck okay uh, roll up to this house you know what I mean didn't look any especially creepy or anything like that step up to the to the to the door bang on the door sh- 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 nobody answers bang a little louder pff- pff- pff, and kind of hear kind of like a yell and you're like oh shit okay like, hey, you know do and do ambulance service you know isn't you know are you okay can you come to the door can you come let us in and she kind of comes up to, you can see her come coming up to the door there was a little window but there was one of those little blinds over the window and she opens the door kind of like a crack right and she's like go away and I'm like, well, you know, just one sec. Like, can you open the door a little bit more here? I'll explain to you. We're just here to kind of check in on you and make sure you're doing okay, you know. And she opens the door a little bit more, and she's like, "I'm fine," you know. No, I didn't call you. Leave. And I kind of put my arm up on the door to kind of like push it open a little bit so I get a, so I could see because you can only really see your eye, right? And as I push the door open more, she goes to slam it, and I jab my boot kind of in it right to be like hey you know everything's okay and as i jam my boot in at the door opens more right and you can see she's covered in like dried blood and her face is swollen right Mm. so i so i keep my i keep my boot in the door and i look over to my partner and i'm like go to the ambulance really quick and call uh, you know go grab a code five and that's kind of our code word call the cops right right and this is the same situation where this was late at night and the cop the nearest cops coming from penticton so we're we're a good hour away from fucking rcmp response Right. Right? Sweet. So I keep my door in there and I'm like, is he in here? Right? Is he in here? And she's like, no, but he's coming. I'm like, okay. I'm like, listen, I'm just going to come in really quick. I'm going to get you cleaned up, do a quick set of vitals on you, and we'll be gone. Okay? You know what I mean? Just want to look you over for any injuries. We'll get out of here. And this whole time she's got this fucking crazy wild look on her eyes, right? Like you can just see, you can just see this like, she's looking through you. Her eyes are fucking huge, bloodshot. You know, and I just... And it's just like, it just... Tone completely changed. And she's like, yeah, come on in. Please, please, just come right in, right? Oh, fuck. Well, as soon as I step in and I, I can just smell this fucking... Like, as soon as you walk in, you can just smell this rancid smell. And it's not like... It wasn't like rotten food or anything like that. It's just this really pungent, disgusting fucking smell. Right? So, we go sit down at the table get my kid out and getting all, you know, blood pressure cuff up and everything like that. And I like told my partner, I'm like, lock the door. You know what I mean? I'm like looking over at her as I'm, I'm like looking, I'm like, go lock the door and then do a quick little sweep, right? Like, well, you know what I mean? So I'm getting the blood pressure. He's kind of walking around, walking around and I'm talking to her. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, so, so what happened? You know what I mean? Just please like kind of give me a little rundown. Like, you know, I know you didn't do this to yourself, right? Right. How, you know, how long has he been hurting you? Give me this information, right? And she's like, and she's like, well, you know, he's not going to hurt me this time because I, I I, got him, I got him a present. I'm like, okay. You know, and as as I'm, as she's explaining this to me, I'm looking over and she's just got, like she's wearing this kind of like nighty and there's just blood just caked all over this nighty. And you can see it's her legs are all caked in blood and this like white gross fluid. And you're like, what the fuck, right? And I'm like, you know doing her vitals and all that and kind of looking her over and stuff looking her looking her over and she's like you need to leave he, he doesn't he doesn't like he doesn't like men he doesn't like men you need to leave he's going to be back soon he's going to be back soon and as she's talking her eyes are going fucking wider and wider and wider and my partner comes out of the fucking one of the rooms and he's like we got to get the fuck out of here right fucking now and i'm like what are you talking about and he's like so i'm like i'm like okay ma'am come with us come with us right and he's like She's like, no, leave her. Let's fucking go. So, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not going to ask questions. I'm like, okay, let's get the fuck in here. I'm like, okay, thanks, ma'am. Like, box everything up, fucking take off. We're waiting outside for the cops to come, right? About fucking 10, 15 minutes later, she comes sprinting out of the house and starts banging on my fucking, oh. banging on the ambulance, screaming, screaming, screaming. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, what the fuck do we do, right? She's smashing the ambulance. Just as that fucking two police cars come flying around the corner, lights on. I'm just like, oh, fucking. Th-. You know what I mean? Thank God. Cops come up, zipper up, throw her in their back. And my partner's like, and I'm like, so what the fuck did you see? And he's like, I, I fucking like white as a ghost and just won't, can't talk to me. He just can't fucking talk to me. Okay.
3: You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. RCMP come. So he's been sitting there. For 50, the whole time in, this, in this the ambulance. woman,
2: This woman is fucking smashing on the ambulance, screaming bloody fucking murder. And my partner is not even, like, is not even shook. He's just sitting there just white as a ghost, like, you know, and I'm like, I'm trying to, like, can you believe this shit? Like, let's, you know, what are we going to do? Let's go. He's in the driver's seat. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here, right? And he can't do anything. He can't talk to me. We have not spoken in, like, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes until he's, Please come. Please come. Go inside, clear the building, and they're like, You guys need to fuck it. He's like, You need to come inside here now. Go into this room. Every single wall's ripped off in this room. And every single wall is written written in fucking black marker. Nightman's coming. Nightman's coming. Night- Nightman. Nightman's coming. And like if oh, you man. if you <laughs> like you might know like if like if you look into like this is a common theme amongst like reserves is there's this, this like that's their boogeyman is the night man right okay and in the <laughs> it's center a, it's a in the center of this fucking room in a fucking roasting dish is a fucking stillborn fetus that's why this woman's covered in fucking blood she <laughs> delivered a stillborn fucking baby and put it in a fucking roasting dish cooked it and put it in the fucking uh, center was of this cooked? room
1: it was
3: fucking cooked <sighs> I feel sick.
2: Oh, fuck! I'm telling you that fucking smell from what I've, what I hear from whoever experienced it is like burned in, in your nostrils for fucking months and months. Like there's never, I've, I have every single fucking thing I've seen since then. And I've seen fucking, I've seen people puking shit. I've seen, you know what I mean? I've, Burns everything. I've never smelled anything like that before in my
3: life. Cooked fetus. Fetus. Mm. Oh, the, <laughs> she was offering up to the nightman.
1: To the nightman. Is he? Is that the fighter of the day, man? <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: give me ah. that.
1: Yeah, she's just. She was just trying to p-
2: pay the troll toll, man. <laughs> uh.
3: That's fucking creepy Gotta pay the troll toll
2: Get in the little boy's hole Or whatever the fuck (laughs)
3: Anyways Okay
2: Whoever Experienced that Has gone through some serious Fucking PTSD
3: (laughs) Gone through some shit
2: Yeah But to this day She like It was crazy Um, After talking to like The doctors and stuff like that She was in the psych ward She talks about Waking up in the middle of the night And Waking up to The night man Standing over top of her She's
0: gotta have some food. And then she she's psychosis. Well, and she was
2: talking about There's how no how she would hear whisperings coming from the walls. So she fucking broke down. Like she she says she's like I heard wh- I couldn't stop hearing scraping and whispering coming from the walls. So I broke down every single one of those walls.
3: Like tore off all the drywall um, and shit.
2: Oh, and also to add to that, the husband that left her was out hanging in a fucking tree in the forest, and he'd been hanging for like fucking six months.
3: So they they <sighs> found that after. What? Yep. Nightman got him too. Madness. That's crazy. It's, it's fucked. Yeah. That's straight weirdness. That's. A Hopefully, you're listening at home and it's not three in the that's morning
1: and you're trying to go to bed, because uh, good good luck. I don't good believe luck. that
2: shit because I wake up at three in the morning <laughs> to go to work.
1: Now I got to fight with the day man, the night <laughs> Well,
2: wow, you can got to have the day man to protect
1: you. To get you know, you gotta get you know, master karate. Yeah,
2: that's true. Or just pay the
1: and Friendship for, for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's end this one. I gotta go to bed now, boys. It's late. And it's, Good luck. No, I'm scared. Okay, uh let's wrap
0: it up right there.
3: Yeah. Couple things. Quick shout out to our newest Patreons. Cassie Joanzo or Gianzo. Jay Dunacliffe. Nicholas. Oh, this guy deleted. That's all right. He's supported for a while. We still love you, buddy. Chris Spillani, you deleted, but we still love you. Sheila Ram Ramtool? Ramtool. Ramtool. Yeah, that makes more sense. Darth Nerf Herder. <laughs> this scruffy-looking Nerf Herder. This guy Matt Spola. He pledged six dollars. Ooh, looks which expensive. that's not even a tier. So he actually went up. Good for him. Good for you, buddy. He's in a tier that's of his own. Yeah. Tier of your own, uh-huh. Matt Spola. Uh, I'm triple seven. Went up. Uh, Brady Barrow, and yeah, that's it for our newest ones. Uh, let's not do uh. No reviews today. I don't think, eh. I don't, I don't have them up. So
1: no, I don't have them up either.
3: I want to give uh, Zell's prol- prolapse of the week to this girl, Aubrey Mills. She's been sending us stuff for a couple of months now. And she was actually she sent us new stuff all the time. She sent us the flat earth stuff. She sent us stuff about uh, the M three seventy flight recording on the on the, all that shit. And it's at, at Milzy underscore am on Twitter. Thank you for your thank you for supporting the show. Um, if you want to get in, if you want to get in touch with us, get or get in touch with us blah.
2: <laughs> You have a stroke.
3: I'm having a stroke here. Get in touch with <laughs> us. Alientheorist.com has all our links to all our social media and everything. So that's the easiest way to, uh, to track us down.
1: Brayden, got anything? Um, no, uh, don't forget to uh, book your tickets, tickets to AlienCon Pasadena. Come hang out with your boys.
3: We're going to be there June 14th, as, 15th as and 16th as, as yeah, but June 15th and 16th at the convention. So that's a Friday, Saturday at the Alien Con, Thursday night's party night, and Sunday morning we leave. So if you're down there, uh, we'll be uh, we'll set something up on Twitter, or Facebook, or something that we can all start a big, big chat and uh, organize what we're gonna do. It's gonna be a good time. All right, that's it. That's it for me.
1: All right, guys. As I always say. Keep those eyes. (laughs) Don't interrupt me. (laughs) Don't interrupt me. Keep those eyes on the skies.